0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. (laughs) There are so many things that we just have in our mind, and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them 100,000 times. we got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The so people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401K. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Big Moments in U.S. History.
1: I guess it can be debated about The Wizard of Oz premiering in 1939, but I think that was a big moment in U.S. history.
0: Well, sure. Why wouldn't it be?
1: Well, you know, because we had the cinematography. I mean, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah.
0: It goes uh, on. This isn't The Wiz, right? No, no, no. This is The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah. You know,
1: the monkeys that were riding on the bicycles that I am still having nightmares about to this day. (laughs) I digress. Hey, 1963, great American Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington. Uh, and then not so much bragging on in 2000 when Richard Hatch won the first season of CBS Survivor and six years later probably went to prison for tax evasion on that money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he gets a million dollars. Uh-huh. Never had that kind of money in his accounts before. That's right. And let's assume they didn't take taxes out. See, guys, what he was unfortunately uh, uh, dealing with was what we all deal with when we pull money out of our IRAs, right? Uh-huh. Because he wasn't thinking taxation. He's like, I got a million bucks in my account. I can do whatever I want with it. But when he pulls it out and spends it, You get taxes due. Yep. So as we look at those 401ks and IRA statements, unfortunately, I hate to say it, that Richard Hatch situation could happen to us. Uh Now, hopefully we don't end up going to prison or in an orange jumpsuit for avoiding or evading taxes incorrectly. No, 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 we don't want that. But the same thing, when we're looking at that IRA, how much do we really have to give up to the government? 25%, 40%? I hate to say it, but I saw a gentleman this past week when he pulls money out of that IRA, and he has to, because of his required minimum distribution, uh-huh. Heather, he's going to pay nearly fifty percent in taxation Jeez. when he does that. Jeez. And and people say that this to say this to me all the time, Heather. Like, hold on, Jen. There isn't even a fifty percent tax rate. You're correct, but you have to stack them. You have to stack them all up. The yeah. highest uh, federal tax rate is nearly thirty eight percent. But then, because of his income, uh-huh. he has an additional three point eight percent to add for investment taxation. Then on top of that, he has to add taxation. He has to pay on his social security and then after that he has to add state and local taxes. So when it's all said and done, this gentleman would, no matter what he pulls out is going to pay roughly 47% on his money to use it in retirement. So if you were told you were going to get half of what's in those accounts, uh-huh. would you feel like that's a ripoff? <laughs> Well, I hope you do. I yep. hope he's like, John, that's a terrible idea. No wonder Richard Hatch tried to not pay taxes. He at least had a good idea. He just didn't do it right. Well, well there are correct ways, correct ways Also, to never evade but avoid taxation.
1: He didn't spend his life working hard for it. He spent six weeks on some sort of weird. I don't know. Have you seen
0: Survivor? <laughs> they got to eat bugs and scorpions and live out there with no tick and, and flea right. you know, uh, spray.
1: Yep.
0: No, there's no way you That's could get fair. me to do that. That's you fair. couldn't pay me a million dollars to even give it a shot, much less win that thing. <sighs> well, no
1: okay. Problem. Let's talk about what people do pay you for. And that is to help them figure out all of the craziness that is tax planning for the long run in our retirement. Because mm-hmm. wanted to ask you about the news recently. President Biden has just signed the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. It includes $80 billion towards beefing up the IRS's tax enforcement division. Uh-huh. Now, Mr. Wonderful himself, Shark Tank investor Kevin O'Leary, shared some thoughts about why he's not worried about this situation. Taxes is one of your greatest expense. Not sometimes, all of the time. You've got to learn how to take every single deduction that's available to you. And these deductions change all the time. They change at a state level. They change at a federal level. And you're not keeping up with the code. And that's the whole point. You're missing out on opportunities. And Uncle Sam doesn't want what he doesn't deserve. He doesn't care about that. He just wants you to abide by the code. And you've got to find professionals that help you do exactly that.
0: Kevin O'Leary is so ultimately right on that situation. Tax planning, anyone can plan, but they change rules all the time. O'Leary just said that. And it is so true. Every year, not only every year, every time there's a different uh, wind to blow in Congress. That can happen sometimes three or four times in the same month. Who mm-hmm. knows what these guys are going to pass? That doesn't make it good or bad, but it always changes where the goalpost is, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think through this, this is a really big deal. And why am I saying this? Because, guys, when it comes to retirement, our largest expense over our whole life is going to be taxation. Right period. And when we're in retirement, it actually is even more so because often we don't have very much of a mortgage left on that house or the house is paid off. We don't get those same deductions that we had when we're working because even at a minimum, you're getting a deduction for the amount of money you're putting in your 401k often or your IRA. So we're not even getting those things. We often typically don't have dependents that are sucking up some of those tax savings Mm -hmm. for us that we can utilize. We don't have as much in retirement. We don't have as much money to give to charity, we're donating more of our time. So we're not even getting that break going forward. So what we have to look at these things is life changes dramatically once we go from a working for a paycheck situation to having our nest egg provide that paycheck and taxes are even more, absolutely more important than ever Once we get to that point. So I had a couple that called in a few weeks ago and we were looking through their stuff and they had done a really awesome job saving. One of the things that came up, though, is that I saw that they were leaving about four to five hundred thousand dollars on the table that either they or their kids are going to have to pay an extra taxation. And they were just like, John, oh, my gosh, there's no way that's the case. We broke it down and we absolutely showed them. No, no, no. Based on just how you have your money allocated, you know, how much is in the taxable bucket, how much is in the tax-deferred bucket? Now, remember, tax-deferred is where most of us have been taught to save our money. Mm-hmm. It's those 401Ks and IRAs. And and why were we taught to put that money there? Because we got a break from taxes in that tax filing year that we did that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when we get retired, now no longer do we get those tax breaks. Now, when we pull that money out, it's fully taxable. Well, Heather, they had a ton of money in that tax deferred account and right out of the gate, I could tell them, man, if we just maneuver this correctly, methodically over time and get that from that tax every year for the rest of your life bucket, instead, we start converting that into tax never again bucket. They said, I see what you're saying, John, but I just don't see how we can have much much savings. Well, I went further into their plan. And what I saw, Heather, was that they owned mutual funds. They owned the exact same mutual funds. In their taxable accounts, which they have to pay taxes on every year, Mm -hmm. they have the exact same funds in their uh, tax-deferred accounts, which is their IRAs. Really? When we went through that, yo, here's the crazy thing. This is not uh, uncommon at all, but this is going to let you know why I do not use very many mutual funds, if any at all, in our firm. Okay. Because they absolutely can gouge you for taxes. Okay. When we looked at this, they understood, because in their tax-deferred account, and their IRAs, this one particular target date fund, was costing them 1.39% a year to own in that tax-deferred account. Now, that's kind of high considering, Heather, I like things like Vanguard and BlackRock and First Trust, all these really low-cost options that frankly would cost like a hundredth of that cost. (laughs) They often cost like 0.13% instead of 1.3%. But that's okay. But they were paying 1.39% a year to own that in their tax deferred accounts, their IRAs. Now, Heather, we also did the exact same examination on the same fund that they own in their taxable account. What do you think that they were paying for fees on that taxable account? Do you think it was more or less?
1: I would say it would have to at least be the same if it was a mirrored mutual fund. You would I'm think, hoping, right, it's not and this more. is
0: well, this is where we all go. It's okay. like, okay, I'm paying 1.39. Maybe that's a little high, John, but I've had it for a long time, it's yeah. been good to me. These are the things that people say to themselves. But in that taxable account, they never thought there was an ill effect. Heather, on the inside of that taxable account, that exact same mutual fund, uh-huh. held for the exact same period of time, was costing them 4.37% a year to own. And they looked at me incredulously, exactly. They said, oh my gosh, John, what are you talking about? How on earth? How could that even be the case? Here's how I found this out. I went through their tax return and saw two little line items. And those line items are typically used for phantom income. Which is what that means is that mutual fund is making buys and sells and trades on the inside of it, even though we didn't make any money. As a matter of fact, they didn't make any money. They lost money over the last year, but they had an income tax due on the inside of that mutual fund. Oh, this is so weird. It's layered. like insult this is to injury. So- no, here's the thing. So, so, and in, in this is some of the most simple analysis that our team even does. Just looking at, okay, are we being efficient in what we own in our various buckets? Yeah. And if you guys have heard the show of the past couple of weeks, I've been giving story after story about people who just had the right assets, but they had them in the wrong bucket. Well, this couple realized, oh my gosh, it was costing them three times. And 1.39 is already a little expensive. Right. I'm not going to lie to you right at all. If you had gotten a Vanguard equivalent, you'd be paying point- Zero, three percent. It is a, an unbelievable amount of difference in what the money was, but they had no idea they were paying the taxation. Then they understood, finally they understood how just by having a fiduciary look through things, explain how things work, explain how the tax codes work, because not all money is taxed the same. I'm going to say that again. Wow. Guys, if there's anything we understand about the tax code, understand one thing. Not all money is taxed the same, even if it's the same fund, if it's in a different bucket, it is a completely different tax consequence sometimes. So we were able to potentially save them four to 500 grand. And do you think that they wanted to keep that fund that charged them four percent a year in no. fees? They absolutely did not. And so that's actually going to be even more savings because that's going to be fee savings on top of the tax savings. Wow. So guys, if you're out there and, and you just, you haven't had this done before, sometimes a skilled fiduciary that understands tax management, mm-hmm. they might be able to save you 50 times more than they would ever cost you. And in this couple's case, we're reducing their fees by more than half. And they just own these mutual funds. They didn't even weren't even paying an advisor before, but their total cost to work with us is going to be less than half of what they were previously paying just on the inside of mutual funds. So it can make a tremendous difference. Is this going to change their retirement? I think so.
1: Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting
0: RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS.
1: J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.